Hello again, this is Margaret Copeman Frankwitz with another episode of Diabetes Survival. Coming today to you live, um, well, I'm probably not live by the time you listen to this, but I am alive. Anyways, um, I need to get some canned laughter because I'm so tired of a silent audience. Just kidding. Um, anyways, I was all gung-ho about buying nine cups of vegetables today, and after listening to Dr. Gundry and Dr. Wall, I'm like, you know what, I'm on board, count me on board, I'm going to do this, I'm going to eat nine cups of vegetables and be full for the whole day, I'm going to like it and enjoy it, it's going to be delicious, I'm going to stay away from, you know, turning it into a bad cholesterol by cooking, you know, like the olive oil and the vegetables in the olive oil, which I, I don't see how I can get around, but... Um, you know, definitely don't want to make it a bad oil, so let me stick to the good stuff. So I had this great idea. I thought I'd go to the store, buy, you know, buy some of my vegetables, try to be as cheap as I possibly can. And, you know, I still spend about 20 bucks on, on food. Um, not, not necessarily on the food products, but the bowls were expensive. The bowls were like $9 because, you know, I needed bowls with leads to actually hold the product, and um, then I decided to go with organic mayonnaise because I couldn't find a mayonnaise that didn't have, like, the soy-based products in them or, the, the, you know, something without the canola oil. I didn't want that that, that stuff in my, my product because, of course, in previous episodes, as I explained, uh, with Dr. Eckberg was actually explaining that soy oil and canola oil and corn oil is bad. Bad news. Don't get it. Don't. So stick with like olive oil, avocado oil, you know, the good oils, good fats. So I bought this amazing bottle of organic mayonnaise uh, called Chosen Foods. It's 100% avocado oil based, classic mayonnaise. And absolutely scrumptiously the best delicious mayonnaise I've ever had on the planet I think you make and this is my first time using it and it was just eye-opening I'm like I'm a believer I love this stuff I just don't love the price because for 12 fluid ounces of it it was ready drum roll seven dollars yes it cost me seven dollars for this little itty bitty bottle of mayonnaise I'm like, this better be good, because I'm spending a lot of money on mayonnaise. Um, but I didn't spend a lot of money on the vegetables. The vegetables were not, you know, from the chosen marketplace of organic land. They were actually from Winco. And uh, Winco is where I actually bought the chosen food mayonnaise, which was amazing. So anyways, I bought the Green Giant Cauliflower Crumbles Fried Rice Blend. And I'm not cooking any of this, okay? So... This is all definitely just throw it in a bowl, put some minis in it, and eat it type writing. You know, I'm eating like a cavewoman. So it's chopped cauliflower, carrots, broccoli, and onions. And then I uh, bought two bags of um, shredded cabbage, which also has a shredded carrots in it, a little bit of carrots, not much. So I took all this, and now mind you, I have, this is a total of, let's see, the, the, 
with the with the call uh, sorry with the not the cauliflower but with the cabbage it was nine cups because they were four and a half cups each for each bag and the cauliflower crumbles was um, three-fourth cups or four servings so um, we're talking a total of I gotta do math again about 12 servings so and of course um, Dr. Wall was saying you need nine servings of vegetables but of course she's referring to people who are trying to reverse certain disorders such as multiple sclerosis or diabetes or uh, any other immune system type dysfunction with the body so um, yeah I was like challenge accepted um, went ahead and added these products to my big huge mixing bowl which obviously was bigger than 10 cups so it's more like 14 cups I think and at first I was like okay no more than half a bottle of mayonnaise this, that's it and um, eventually I had I realized that I was gonna have to use a whole bottle of mayonnaise I was a little bit disappointed because nobody wants to use a whole bottle of mayonnaise on their you know their coleslaw because now it's not really cost-effective so um, I ended up using the whole $7 bottle and kind of crying a little bit wishing that I bought the best foods but I didn't want the soy foods oils added and the canola oil I didn't want that um, but also I was offended when I read the back of the packaging it's like how can you call this olive oil mayonnaise when it's not even the first ingredient what are you thinking you think I want to buy a product where olive oil is like bottom of the list and you're just using the olive oil brand to sell the product are you kidding me you're you really seriously think that I'm gonna buy this right best foods uh, or craft I think it was the craft or best foods so anyways I put it back on the sh- I put their brand back on the shelf and then went to the only other bottle of natural organic stuff and that was the chosen foods and um, it was delicious the chosen foods mayonnaise I tried a little bit of it was just the most exquisite most delicious mayonnaise I have ever tasted on the face of the planet I've had a lot of mayonnaise I, I thought best foods best foods has been my favorite since I was a kid and I don't like it adulterated or I don't even like to think of it with the soy oil that they have in it and stuff I just don't want to go there because it was great tasting but why are they putting soil in there why are they putting all these other oils in there besides you know more healthy types of oils in there like why don't they put olive oil in there or avocado oil and make it actually healthy for you instead of harmful because the oils that I was seeing was not very healthy in the best foods mayonnaise so I'm very highly disappointed because it doesn't need to be made with those oils it can be made with real oil they just choose not to and they're still kind of high priced a little bit you know like five six dollars a jar depending on where you shop so um, not not at uh, Winco Winco like controls the cost pretty much on products which I'm proud of them for so okay so I, I used the whole bottle of mayonnaise 
And if I would have read the back of it, I probably would not have used the whole bottle. And the reason being is because, you know, they're great on, there's no carbs in here. There's no sh added sugars or additional sugars. Um, they have very low saturated fat at 1.5 grams. No trans fat. Uh, only the good stuff. They have the monosaturated fat at 8 grams, polyunsaturated at 1.5 as well. But this is what I was shocked by, is their misleading marketing. So, serving size, one tablespoon. Uh, and then it says at the top about 24 servings per container. We're talking, there's only 12 food ounces here. But they want 24 servings out of that. That's like half an ounce per serving. That's just not going to cut it. Half an ounce of mayonnaise per cup of vegetables? No, this is not happening. So it happened. I ended up adding the whole bottle to the coleslaw without really thinking much about the back and what was on the labeled ingredients because I had already checked it, the back of it. I saw that, you know, they didn't have the soybean oil or the coin oil or the canola oil that was in a lot of the other um, adulterated products on the shelf of mayonnaise. So I thought I had read the back, and when I did a double take on it, after the fact and after eating it, I'm like ready to shoot myself. Not really, but I mean I could if I wanted to. Because I think it had more calories than I had actually anticipated. I had not anticipated eating between 2,500 to 3,000 calories, and that's just on coleslaw. Because I'm talking about putting that into my body. And, oh, forget putting meat in there because I have no room. I got 2,500 calories of mayonnaise. I don't even eat 2,500 calories in a day. So this is a little bit disturbing, just slightly. But I do thank Dr. Eckberg and Dennis Pollock because both of them have always said, don't pay attention to the amount of calories that you're actually putting in because it's going to be a lot higher than what you're used to. But in my mindset, and I'm having to re reprogram myself, is that calories in, too many is a bad thing. Okay, another one is sugar is a bad thing, which it is, by the way, sugar is a bad thing. I've always, been, I've always known that. Uh, fat is a bad thing, but now it's not. And it's so hard to actually get, at least for me, to get the correct amount of fats in. Like, if you can, if you're doing keto and you can get 85% of your fats in, hey, kudos to you. I owe you a high five because I can't do it. I have tried and tried and tried. I know this diet works. I've been on the keto diet, but for some reason, I have a problem because of the fat content. And I know that the fat is important because it actually makes you feel fuller faster. So fat's not necessarily a bad thing, which is the reason why you have people on uh, various diets who do eat a lot of vegetables, not a lot of carbs, but a lot of vegetables. And they're saying, yeah, eat the butter, eat the olive oil, eat the avocado oil. You know, get those fats in, they're good healthy fats. Get the um, healthy, healthy fats in. Uh, MCT oil, yeah, get it into your body. That's the good fats. Uh, MCT, by the way, stands for medium medium chain triglycerides, I, I do imagine. Yeah, that's correct. 
medium chain triglyceride oils, and they're supposed to be the good oils for your system. And a lot of what a lot of people do is they actually put like a shot in their coffee. I've tried that; it is absolutely horrible. So I don't know why people are doing that, but you know, more power to them. Maybe they got a recipe I don't know of. Um, I'll have to experiment a little bit more with that. And I've also tried the butter bombs. The butter bombs where you put the butter inside the coffee. Absolutely, once again, horrible. But hey, if, you know, whatever floats your boat. If you can drink hot butter, that's great. I have a little bit of problem with it. Unless it's on a steak and melted. Then it's delicious. Okay, or on vegetables, it's delicious. But I can't do the coffee. Um, I do like coffee, mind you, but not with oil in it. Preferably with milk. Okay, so with that being said, I was just going to say, I thought I was originally onto a wonderful discovery with the cabbage. Because cabbage is so good about fighting cancer and getting you back on track with your immune system and such. I'm thinking, yeah, all right, I finally found the food that'll actually work. But I'm finding it's not working because it's adding the calories that are freaking me out. And what would Dennis Pollock say? And what would even Dr. Eckberg say? Don't worry about the calories. That is, don't worry about the calories that you're consuming. You're supposed to increase your fats. Yes, eat your vegetables. That's the meat product. I'm not talking about going vegetarian here, people. But I just really cannot see myself going past the amount of vegetables that I'm actually supposed to consume, plus adding meats on top of it. Because I'm gonna, I can almost guarantee you I'm going to be full. I'm already full. I'm already feeling well-nourished at three cups, let alone maybe I ate three or four servings. It was a lot of food. And uh, I usually eat my biggest meal in the morning anyways. I don't think that I'm going to want to eat more vegetables for lunch or dinner. We'll see. Maybe this is something you graduate into. But I also thought it was important to note that Dr. Wall had also, not only was she eating nine cups of vegetables a day, but she was also supplementing her diet with vitamin D, which I've talked about before, and with other supplements and nutrients on top of that so she's not a big egg fan as a matter of fact she believes that it causes an inflammatory excuse me inflammatory response within the body so with that being said i'm a little bit again on the, the fence with that because um of course i do believe in eating a lot of egg and i may find out later on that Indeed, it is causing an inflammatory response within me too that I can't eat it. But for now, um, it's still on my diet. But sometimes you're just surprised at what you're doing to your own body and the torture we put ourselves through. And we don't even know it because we're having a we're having aller, allergens affect us, um, and we think that we're just allergic to everything. So, and it's probably the foods that we do eat. It's probably the simple foods we think that we can eat and we actually can't. Now, another thing that might not be working for me, and I know that Dr. Gundry actually talks about lectins in his food. I don't know enough about lectins 
except for his Killer Tomatoes episode, because when he was actually promoting his books uh, a year or two ago, he was talking about the lectins in food, and one of the foods that came up after I listened to his 30-minute spiel was on tomatoes, the Killer Tomatoes, and the lectins, and how they actually attack the body. I mean, he totally demonized tomatoes. I look twice at tomatoes. Sometimes I crave tomato and then I start thinking of killer tomatoes chasing me in my dreams. So, or my nightmares, however you want to put it. And I think there was a show on that, the killer tomatoes. I mean, how appropriate is that? If that's true, that that if there there are lectins in the tomatoes and the tomatoes are killing you, then you certainly don't want them on your hamburger either. But I mean, if you're eating a hamburger, you probably don't care anyways because... You're eating the bread product, and the bread product actually is bad for you. The tomatoes are now bad for you because they're not cooked. The lectins aren't cooked out of them. And you do get a little leaf of lettuce sometimes. On a lot of hamburgers nowadays, it's nothing but fat and meat. So in bread, and that just contributes to the gut. I mean, I want to eat healthy, but I also don't want to starve to death either. And uh, I certainly don't want to take in too many calories. I don't want to get fat on cabbage and eating mayonnaise, honestly. So, um, but I'm not eating with a bread product, so it's probably good. But okay, this is going to sound like a really weird statement, too. I would much rather have a cheeseburger in my gut making me fat over cabbage with mayonnaise with too many calories making me fat. But I know that the cabbage is actually better for me than the hamburger is, right? And speaking of meat anyways, generally speaking, hamburger is not necessarily made with your prime choices of hamburger meat. I mean, unless it says prime burger and you're ordering it from a very nice restaurant and they got the Black Angus prime ground beef hamburger type setting or whatnot. But for the most part, from what I've been told, hamburger is made with older meats. Meats that have uh, passed their prime for steak. So, I mean, wouldn't you rather prefer to have a nice, big, juicy, thick steak over hamburger anyways? I mean, there's nothing added to that unless you're going to add a little bit of butter and whatever spices that you actually add to it. Depending on where you get it, of course. And if you haven't started taking the hamburger buns off of your food because you want to go keto, and it's hard, by the way, keto's hard. Because you are removing the hamburger buns, you're eating just the meat, maybe you're eating the cheese too with it. Which is really delicious. I mean, it's not bad. But it just takes some time to get used to. And it's a little bit weird when you, you know, use a fork and a knife on a hamburger. Rather than eating it, you know, in a bun. I mean, obviously the bun's a little bit more convenient than using utensils on it. But then if you're actually trying to do the keto thing, you know, you're aware of your bread products actually being a bad thing. Not necessarily a good thing. You want to cut your carbs, especially if you're diabetic. Now, honestly, at this point, I'm in information overload right now because I knew what I did. Now, I lost weight on the keto diet a year and a half ago, lost 60 pounds. Amazing. I've gained half of that back due to bad eating habits, adding bread to it. I know for a fact bread will add weight to you. And it's not good for your blood sugar. So the really strange thing is, 
is even though I've added mayonnaise to the coleslaw, which by the way, I love coleslaw, and I prefer coleslaw without the sugar. I prefer it not to taste sweet. My taste buds have changed to the point where I don't really crave sweet things anymore. As a matter of fact, I tried to eliminate it out of my diet as best I can. The hidden sugars are the culprit and are what raise your blood sugar, but is also the products you eat. You know, the ones that have the secret sugars in them, like baked beans, they have sugar in them. Or like, for instance, mayonnaise. Mayonnaise in general has sugar in it, unless you're eating the organic kind, which I actually picked out that has actually removed the sugar from it, which kudos to this product to uh, the Chosen Foods Classic Mayo for eliminating the sugars out of the product. Because I don't want sugar. That is the one thing I don't want. That is the one thing that actually spikes my diabetes that I don't want. I don't want to raise my A1C. I would prefer to eliminate all mayonnaise totally, period, off the shelf, rather than actually add to my diabetes woes. Another really hard thing for me is I can't necessarily look at a hot dog anymore without thinking about the preservatives and what it's made with and what I'm doing when I actually eat the bun because you know you can, I mean it's okay if you eat a hot dog without the bun but you still got to worry about the preservatives that are in the hot dog I mean, there's so much a diabetic has to worry about and then how many types of meats are actually in there I remember there was a type of meat and they may still have it out there that was advertising that was made from three different types of meats. Now it was your lower class of hot dog. We're talking, you know, in the package of eight and uh, it comes with chicken, beef, and pork. And they mix it all together and they come up with this concoction called a hot dog. Well, you know what? That is so gross when you think about it. It's like three different types of meat strewn together in a hot dog. So, unless you're going to Costco, Costco has your all-beef hot dogs. That's great. And then you eliminate the bun, and, you know, it's not a decent... It's not I, It's not a bad hot dog, I should say. I was going to say it's not decent, but it actually is decent. So, um, you got to worry about your deli and how that's made, too. The reason why you want to worry about your preservatives is because the you have these myelor receptors i guess you call them in your body and they have the, these little heads on them or like little fibers or something that actually get worn down when with the, with the preservatives that you actually put in your body that normally would be there but aren't there now and that there's some links to that those receptors being damaged and your diabetes so so we're overly sensitive to uh, processed chemicals, preservatives, and um, of course certain products that we actually put into our diet. There's certain things we can't have because of the added stuff to our diet that actually wears these receptors down. And I don't mean to, to start talking science because I'm really bad at explaining things. I usually just refer people to other people that really are good about explaining these things if you need a better example and again Dr. Eckberg is amazing at explaining these things and he puts it in perspective that I can understand so I don't do it but me trying to explain how he does it I just got to refer you to him 
So I'm gearing up in a little bit to actually take my shot of olive oil because I think that if the olive oil actually um, will make you live longer, then I think that that's definitely worthy of actually trying. And right now that seems to be the, the rage is actually taking a shot of olive oil. So that um, if you're okay with using oils in your diet, this could actually help you to live a longer life. But if you're like me and you still have some hang-ups about uh, the oil in your diet and being hard on your health, etc. Let me tell you something about olive oil. This amazing fruit that um, is not so great in the can, but is amazing in the bottle. So in the can, of course, you got too, way too much sodium. I mean, you want to help your heart not hurt it, and so when they add products to it, it's not necessarily good anymore. I'm sure four olives a day is not gonna like kill you or anything, but it's certainly not gonna make up for the health benefits of actual olive oil. Now, years ago, I had learned that uh, Costco olive oil in their glass bottles is um, fairly safe to actually take. I've heard that's the real, real McCoy there. But I've also heard that Walmart in their plastic bottles is not so great because it's not actually olive oil that they're actually using in the product. Now, if you actually look at the back of the bottles, and I, of course I have some classic olive oil, and you know they actually, they actually refer you to the extra virgin olive oil, but I have some classic olive oil here probably because of cost at the time. But um, if you look at the ingredients list, it says olive oil. It doesn't have anything else but that on the plastic bottle. But then if you get into like, for instance, you start listening to the olive oil snobs and stuff. And I don't mean that by being mean or anything of that nature. I mean, I'm a coffee snob lover. I love good ground coffee. So there's a few places um, I drink coffee that definitely don't have great coffee, but uh, that's another story for another day. But this olive oil, if you if you go to the coffee snobs, they say, because of the fact that this olive oil comes from all over, which this does, comes from Italy, Spain, and Tunisia. Tunisia. Okay, I can't pronounce it. Greece, Italy, Spain, and Tunisia product of. So there's different olive oils from different regions coming to these bottles and being added. I don't think that they're mixed together, but I don't know. So, so I think it's in that not knowing that, um, makes me wonder a little bit about the olive oils and also the fact that some, somebody a long time ago raised the flags to olive oils. It was an article in, um, I think it was the Arizona Republic, about certain types of olive oils. And um, then there was even a company, and it, it may have been a company trying to sponsor their own product from these regions, you know, to sell the olive oil for more money. But at the same time, uh, who knows? So who knows what you're getting off of your store shelves, if it's actually the, a good product or not. I mean, obviously you have to use your own judgment on that. And I think for cost reasons, this is the reason why I went with a, with a Walmart olive oil 
over an actual product from Costco, which I heard does sell a great product. But if you're like me and you're on a budget, I think it's good to just try to do the best you can with what you got. And um, the reason is, is because when times are tight, you may have to go to Walmart and when times are better, you can get the better product. So um, that's up to the buyer's discretion because I mean, certainly some people cannot afford the $400 grocery bills every month for themselves. Other people have to stick with a, within a budget of maybe $100 or $200 a month. And there's plenty of people around the world who live on a lot less than that just for daily living expenses. So, um, of course, you've got to use your best judgment on that. So I think tomorrow I'm actually going to report and give you a heads up on uh, my green adventure and how many cups I actually did complete eating and if it was actually possible for me to eat nine cups of vegetables and if I had any meats or what happened. Again, I'm feeling pretty full and um, after eating three cups and I think I can go a long time without eating more actually, but I'm certainly not going to let that stuff go to waste. So I got plenty more cups where that came from. (laughs) So anyways, um, so I guess that's it for now. Of course, I'll do my reporting tomorrow and let you know how it went. And um, if you're going to do this venture too, uh, please let me know in the comments. Go to my Diabetes Aware page or Diabetes and Exercise. And... um, I'm going to challenge you, as a matter of fact. I'm going to challenge you to nine cups of vegetables in a day. And let, report back what, what vegetables you ate and how it was and if you ate anything else as well. And uh, let's see who has the healthier diet. I want to know everything that you put in it. So uh, get back to me on that. Um, you can message me personally at margaretrico2015 at gmail.com. Or, you know what? Let's talk to the community about it. Let's see what the community has to say. Go to Diabetes Diabetes and Exercise on my Facebook page or Diabetes Aware on my Facebook page. And just let me know in the comments. Because I, you know, I think that'd be a hoot to read. Okay, so this is Margaret Frankowitz. I'm going to go ahead and sign out now. Margaret Copeman Frankowitz. And just be kind to each other. And you have a great day.